chambers of the podcast dungeon, you have come across another goddamn horror podcast with Graham Faye, Jonas Barnes, and Ryan Danley. Welcome to yet another goddamn horror podcast. I am one of your hosts. I am Ryan Daly coming to you from a beautifully sunny summer day in Portland, Oregon. What's going on, Graham? How's it going? Uh, it's pretty good. Um, <clears throat> I started taking care of cats again today. And, oh, yeah. Uh, I, nice. yeah, I was texted. <laughs> I was texted. Um, hey, can you pick up litter on the way? And I was like, absolutely. And so I went. I grabbed the litter and I got to uh, my friend's place and I realized I forgot her keys. So I left the litter there and went all the way back home and got the keys and then went all the way back and I opened the door and I was a day early. She doesn't <laughs> leave till tomorrow. So that was my that, day. That is, um, <laughs> that, that is so on brand, Graham. That is yeah, like, that's, that's pretty much every day. <laughs> like, like that is like, and I mean, like it's New York City, so it's either like uh, jumping on a uh, like a. Would you take a train? Which train did you take? No, I walked in the. Oh, sun. you walk in the sun yeah. Ugh. with Ugh. bags with bags of litter. I mean, I guess it's better than <laughs> yeah. ta- I guess it's better than taking two trains, right? Is that one hundred percent? Yeah, that would have been worse. What's going on on the other side of Brooklyn, Jonas? Not much, man. It's uh, it's pretty chill over here. It's hot as shit outside, so I'm staying inside. I am uh, completely avoiding the sunlight as much as I possibly can. Very hermit of me, but it's, yeah, yeah, <laughs> seriously, it's like a, I have a dark behind me. Uh, no, it just, it's disgusting outside. So it's it's the part of the summer that my entire body type rejects wholly, completely. Like, so I hate it. But you know, yeah, you know, aside from that, it's been cool. You know what I did this weekend, guys? I'm going to give you a swimming. Oh. Oh, close. I, I'll give you a million guesses, though. Okay, I just won't give it. I'll just tell you. <laughs> I went running. What? Huh? What? I went running. Wow. Wow. I, I got fucking diabetes. It's either go running or I lose my legs. So like I like I either I got two choices. No, you know what That's I mean. Fair. Like you know what I mean. That like fair. Like having diabetes has given me like this. Like oh, I could eat this snack. I could eat this cheeseburger, or I could <laughs> lose my leg. Which do I want more, the cheeseburger or my leg? leg cheeseburger yeah. now mind you a- mind you they did they did they did tell me i needed to lose a bunch of weight on diabetes and losing a leg great way to lose weight but <laughs> but true. but um yeah but you know the immediate fuck up, loss immediate I, didn't, weight I, loss. I didn't really realize how you lose a leg though i looked it up it's actually fucking gangrene and uh yeah it's and, nasty it's nasty gang- nasty gangrene much better banned than disease anyways um <laughs> i'm not gonna I, I am not gonna leave our like amazing guest because I, I i am i'm gonna introduce our guest um uh, i'll re- he probably doesn't want me to do this but i'll refer to our guest as a legend um and i'll do that because i probably <laughs> i probably i saw i started getting into like punk music and stuff like that when i started skating in about 85 86 if that gives you my age. Um, and I probably had the first poison idea, pick your king shirt, probably around 86, 87. I really like the Jesus Elvis thing. Um, um, 
Poison Idea lead singer, uh, punk rock legend, uh, Jerry A. How's it going, Jerry? Hey, Ryan. How you doing, man? I was listening to the intro and I wanted to, everything you guys were talking, I wanted to jump in. I was like holding my phone. <laughs> you can go ahead and jump, jump in. in. You can always jump in. He's in, in New York City and he asked him to pick up litter. I'm like, man, he's got a job ahead of him today. <laughs> right. <So> like, <laughs> where the litter star stops and just people putting their trash on the curb begins is, a, is, a, is I, I don't know where that is. Yeah, that's a, that's a fucking joke. Um, uh, do you do you do you like it when people call you a legend? Is that weird? Is that a weird thing? I like it when they call me a leg end. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I've been listening to you for a long. You know, um, when I decided to move to Portland, because I had a choice of culinary schools, because I went to Western Culinary in the mid nineties, and uh, when that was downtown by the old uh, uh, Jefferson. Yeah. Jefferson Theater and all that down there. And so where I, that's a uh, what, uh, one of the reasons I came to Portland was because of uh, Poison Idea and Resist and uh, a lot of other bands around there that, uh, you know, Dead Moon and a couple other uh, bands um, I, that I was, grew up on that I was a fan of. And um, and uh, y'all were a big part of that. And uh, I was I was fortunate enough to get to see you y'all kind of at the tail end of that era. Um, I was actually thinking today, I saw you at La Luna back in the day. God, that was a great venue. Was I, I, I feel like that was a great venue. Um, maybe because of um, the time period that I was going there. But it was just big enough to see bigger bands, but it wasn't like Roseland Big, but it was like still. Um, but I saw you and Pig was still around and stuff like that. What hey, what year was that? I was going to, I was curious. That. Um, it had to have been like 92, 90, 91, 92. Yeah, something like that was when I came up here. Yeah, it was something like that. That was, uh, that was pretty cool. So, um, yeah, that, that was great. That place, that venue was great. And and the scene that with the Satyricon going on, we, I mean, like the Melvins played there one night and it was went, during winter and uh, they were supposed to play Seattle and Vancouver the next couple nights after that. And they got snowed in and they were staying at our house. So I called up the Satyricon and said, the Melvins are snowed in. Can we play Sunday tomorrow night at Satyricon and and George is like well I have some open mic band but I'll bump them just sure and so we <laughs> we, we, put, we made a flyer we sat down we sat down and wrote a hand flyer tonight at Satyricon the Melvins Poison Idea and then put them up and so that's the way it used to be it used to be not only like DIY but just really like a family type you know sure you know? yeah it was that's so. fucking rad I'm such a huge Melvins fan too <laughs> they're one of my favorites of all time so. And, you know, and I mean, I think, you know, and I kind of caught the tail end of that when I when I got up here, you know, even with like EJs and like that era. And, you know what I mean? Like just still banned places like more bands could play. And I mean, nowadays, I really feel like this town has a tough time keeping a venue. Um, but it's a uh, it's kind of thing. So you started in 1980 um, with probably one of still to this day, one of the most prolific i i'm gonna say a lot of nice things about you and i'll and i'll warn you and i'll warn you about that ahead of time but um yeah but with one, one, one of the more prolific um i would say hardcore seven inches of all time you know uh with the pick your king um i mean how does it like this is such a ridiculous interview question but how does that like how do you like how does it feel to be like part of that because like people who know 
will always say that like pick your king i mean really kicked off and really grabbed something and put a finger on something that i think that's like that you can still hear those waves are still felt today well you know we were all young when in 1980 we were like 16 and uh we we were emulating the shit that got us off of the stuff like you know like the circle jerks red tape we would cover that song when we would practice and and you know the germs did a song called the slave on their record and it was like mm-hmm. under a minute so we did like 13 versions of the slave our our own versions of the mm-hmm. slave that's what got that's what we you know we didn't have time for you know intros and and whatever and drawn out you know breaks it was just like this is we have this this message this quick little thing and 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 the first record the pick your king had songs about child abuse songs about uh you know women rising up and you know the song castrations about like the society for cutting up men you know kind of and uh and apartheid and we just these little blasts of boom 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 what what we at the time that's what we're into and here's you know we, we only had a minute to say it so we had to say it fast and say it you know and not mess around and so that's kind of what kind of what we were doing i mean we by no means invented that genre but we just uh Gave it our, gave it our spin. Well, sure. And I mean, and I think that everybody, like, I mean, I think like, yes, I mean, you did, but like, I, I, it's like, but you know, so many bands did that same thing, went out and cut one of those seven inches and was like, Hey, you know, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to go, we're going to do with, we're going to work with like some SoCal, um, you know, hardcore that's coming out right now. And we're going to do our own thing about it. But I think just something about that Portland, that Portland deep cut, just gave it that extra gravity that has sort of like, I think has, has, you know, continue to push that domino. You know what I mean? I think that, you know, you know, there was just something about the, that, that Portland darkness that, that gave it that extra, umph, you know what I mean? And um, I mean, Portland, you know, uh, clearly has changed in a lot of ways over the year, but I still believe that underneath like all the condos, there's still all those broken wine, hard bottles and you know what I mean? And all that shit. And like there, there is, oh, there, still is. The, there is still that level there, you know? Oh, well, this, this, ta- this town was built on police corruption and shanghaiing and like human trafficking and stuff, you know? So it yep. was like, that. you can feel that you feel those ghosts walking through the street, yep. you know, it was yep. just like, that's the way, that's the way it was, you know? Yep. It was like it was like Deadwood on on the river, you know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, I mean, and it really, I mean, you really felt that strong, particularly early '90s, and and you know what I mean. Like, you really, feel, I know that they try to make this a Decemberist town. I get it. They really wanted it to be that, but like, and no, no disrespect to those guys, but like, as I, I hear they're fine people, but like, but like, but um, but like, but you know, but like. To me, maybe in my heart, this will always be a poison idea or a resist town or, a, you know, I mean, or, you know what I mean? Maybe because clients or wipers or you know, wipers, you know, and all that stuff. Wipers. Just because, yeah, just because it's just got that grit. You know what I mean? That's still like, you know, I mean, I mean, it just will always just have that like, you know, like, you know, it's not surprising. To, everybody's like, oh, look at where Portland is now. And I'm like, yeah, this is this kind of is what Portland is. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, oh, there's tent cities. I'm like, mm, yeah, that kind of tracks. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, I mean, this is <laughs> this, this is a town that is is that has this in it. So it's um, um, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, like you, said, you, said, you said town. You said town. It's, it's always 
you know, it's never it's never going to be a small city. It's always going to be a big town. Yep, it's, and that is and that's and that is the truth. And it's, and I think it's uh, and I think we all feel that being here. You know what I mean? That like it's like we all know where everything is, and we all know. You know what I mean? Like it's. Uh, Although I do find new parts of St. John's all the time and I've lived up here forever, but it's a, it's like, Oh, like go down to part and there'll be like some part, like weird industrial road that I've never been down. I'll be like, how am I, how, how the fuck have I never been down the street before? I think it's like, Portland is one of those interesting things. Cause I think a lot of people don't realize how hardcore Portland actually is or has been for so many years, because there's an entire generation of people that are seeing Portland in the Portlandia light, you know, they're seeing it as the weird place. They're seeing it as the, like that type of a vision of it. And they don't like, they don't realize that Portland has, has some real, real hardcore roots. And those roots still stick out of the ground all over the place in Portland. Well, I'm sort of realizing that right now, like, as we talk, like a lot of the stuff I listen to is directly influenced by a lot of the bands in the Northeast um and 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 poison idea obviously is, is part of that like beginning of of like like i end up like you're talking about the wipers and stuff and all these bands like i didn't really realize where they were from i knew west coast but like but now i'm hearing like oh well they're mentioned by like all these other bands that i listen to like melvin's and nirvana and stuff and and then i sort of took off from there and that's because i grew up in vermont uh, you know <laughs> and i knew very little about music until i sort of got the internet but i don't know what you listen to in vermont honestly like i can't even think whatever we can get on the radio like (laughs) like like i took like i had heard biohazard on the radio and i was like what the fuck is this Um, i think it was a federal law that they didn't actually um allow vermont music until 1975 (laughs) i feel like it's true and probably rightfully so but um there's been i found a few good bands actually once i left like because they were upstate like i didn't even know they were around because i was down in the bottom of Nobody cared about anything down there, but um, <laughs> I didn't find out heard of you. And I, I knew uh, the, the cover, especially of uh, Pick Your King. And I didn't I, I hadn't heard you actually until like in my 20s when I got on the Internet and through a, a, a web comic for Mitch Clem. He did a punk rock webzine. And uh, there was a forum for that. We called the quorum. There was like hundreds of people on it. But there was like a core, like 20 people that were there every day talking about music. And I learned from like guys like Upstate Sam, Hardcore Sam, Joe, and one of our Patreon members actually, Drew, um, all told me about these this band and a bunch of other bands. Like I, that's really where I started to find out about bands from a bunch of different scenes and start putting everything together. But they're so massive. So I was really just excited to hear from you about all this. And it's, it's very cool. You know, that's, what's, I've so known of you. About, <laughs> like, that's, that's what's so great about the internet is like, you know, back in the day, it used to be, we would have to wait for a maximum rock and roll to come mm-hmm, out. And then they would have a scene yeah. report on Finland or Japan. And now you have your chat rooms and people are, and it's live and, and you get turned on to so many new, new things. And it's just, the, the world is like, you know, there's no secrets anymore, so it's great. It's like I get. I, yeah. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, and it's and it's good to hear that because there's there are so many people from the you know from you know Gen X and above who are like uh, feels that there was some sort of uh, more of a purity test to like you know yeah I mean 
yeah there's a part of me that felt like when my parents would have to drive us down the hill to denver to go to wax tracks to buy which was the big record store in denver to buy to buy records in a in a in an mrr or whatever zine was there and i would have to read reviews and then go back down the next month or the next time i could and and buy stuff um but um you know, and, and I feel like, you know, it's like, oh, well, you, you know, and then you get into this, like, you know, this love of pain that, like, you know, well, if I had to walk uphill both ways, why don't you? And then it's like, <laughs> but like, but but the reality is, is like, is like, no, it's good when people have access to things, you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah, like, okay. it, you know what I mean? It's good that you can you can dial up a band now and go like oh like you know the people who listen to this who've never listened to poison idea will go oh what's what's poison idea sound like and then they'll go and listen to it and they'll be like oh yeah they'll either like it or love it or whatever and and it's like you know rather than being like okay well now i have to go like to the specialty store and like and do all the you know what i mean and it's like um yeah i think it's just like giving people access is is ultimately better yeah i mean Music should be that that way, you know. It's just it's all information. It's all it's a it's a it's a vibe. It's people should be able to. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I love I that attitude. <laughs> yeah, exactly, um, exactly. So there's um, this, like, and there's this little cute part of it, like about the underground, so to speak. Like there is there like there's that cool part of it where you're like, oh well, I know about this band or I know about this band, you know, like that type of thing. There is a little bit of that cool factor to it, but at the same time, I agree with like i agree 100 percent, and i think it's very good now that music is more available to everybody and more like discoverable like i look at somebody like my sister for example my sister grew up <laughs> grew up in a generation they would go to a van's warp tour and they would be shocked that somebody like rancid was on the fucking lineup you know they would be like have you heard this band uh goldfinger or like you know pennywise <laughs> like, fucking, like these types of shit and i'm like oh fuck you haven't heard anything i'm like you like you <laughs> haven't heard anything at all and now like now like if i if if i went to her right now and i said have you heard poison idea and she said no and then i send it to her and like had her listen to it it would send her down a rabbit hole of so much stuff that she would come back in two days and be like i have all this new music now like that's that she's yeah. in love with so i'm all about it i fucking love it <laughs> just opens no, definitely, doors definitely it's like it's like you know she says have you heard rancid before and then you go and you listen to it and you go well it sounds kind of like this band the clash and then you listen to that and you go, well that <laughs> sounds kind of like this uh, like jimmy cliff and you listen to that and you go that sounds kind of like this and you just keep going you keep boiling it down to the concentrate to what it's the pure stuff and it's just like you you go all the way like to robert johnson or something you're just like wow this is crazy so that's that's brilliant that that's allowed today that people can do that they can yeah find that find you know if, no matter what they're it's like it's they're into the gun club or something they can find that you know that from the 19th the get to the roots of it keep asking right. why, why get to the roots and that's what it's you know that's when you get to the pure shit and it's brilliant totally it's um it's uh it's so important. We actually had a similar conversation with Billy from Biohazard when he was on the show about just about how like it's just like a, a new era of like because you can look at like 
you can look at on like like Spotify, and I'm sure as an artist you may hate or love Spotify, but you can look at like similar bands and like you can go, oh my god, like this is this band, and like this band sounds like this band. And I, I don't, has Spotify been good for you, or has it been? Do you does it? Do you get a lot of plays on? I mean, you know, you know what I um I recently ran my car the car that i got in a an old car that i've driven since like 2000 i ran into over 300,000 miles on it i ran into the ground so i had to finally get a, a finance a new car and um this car doesn't have a an eight track or a cassette player or a, you know, <laughs> so it's so it's all of a sudden i'm driving around with no music and uh people go you need to get spotify and i'm like uh on my car does it my car have an antenna on my car how do i do that <laughs> so just now in, in that sense i am you know i don't i mean we get poison idea gets digital plays and that's fine and I, and I love that stuff because people should be able to hear it but uh i'm in the world of all that spotify and stuff i'm you know what i i'm a vinyl person and that's sure. cool sure. But, yeah. but 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 i but i you know what i'm saying is i have to i'm kind of thrown into this trial by fire because if i want to listen to music when i'm driving around in my car this new fangled car <laughs> you're like you're like i can't stick anything into the into the slot <laughs> no. but you know what i do have i actually honest to god i have a harmonica in my thing right next to me and when i'm driving down the road i'm playing my harmonica and stuff and people like i can tell people that pull up ahead of me and they're looking in their mirror and i'm just blasting away playing <laughs> harmonica because i do have That's a right. radio in it so <laughs> do you uh do you listen to poison idea no not really no, not really yeah i always, Most I, I always don't listen to their own music I, you know I, I i do find some do you know what i mean like um it's um um you know because it you know like because it's good you know what i mean like the, yeah. it's it's good i mean it's really it's really good stuff I, and i know that it, you hate it um but uh, uh, John Jughead from Screeching Weasel, he said that once he kind of got over his war with Ben Weasel, he he actually enjoys the early Screeching Weasel stuff. So I um, so well, you, I always... well, you know what? Like like if I had like a, a desert island artist, it'd be David Bowie because he played, he did everything from like psychedelic to rock to funk to this sure. to that. Sure. But Poison Idea, it's like we actually have like thrashing punk kind of metal mm -hmm. stuff, kind of crazy yeah. like blues shit, kind of like this, kind of like you know we have dead like, cowboy. Local, yeah exactly yeah booker t type stuff so you know we're we're going back and um i'm playing a show in like a month or a couple of weeks from now and um we're like you the guys are the guys i'm playing with they go do you want to do a poison idea song and i'm like uh let me listen and so i listen to some i'm like that's actually a pretty good song and so <laughs> we might pull out a couple pi songs to play you know when we do this show so Nice, cool. Yeah, sure. <laughs> that's right. That's a. That's a. I mean, I'm sure there's a long history there, and so it's a. It's a long thing, but um, yeah, you know. But uh, I mean, coming out like three years after rumors, you know what I mean? Like you have to <laughs> like, like I think about that. I'm like, wow, they they came out. You put you put that together when I was five, and, and I'm you know fairly <laughs> old. Um, <laughs> what are you What are you listening to now? What do you What do you What do you get into these days? Like. Well, man, like I say, there's just so much stuff out there. You know, there's so much stuff. It's like every day, I, you know, and I, and I posted something on social media about mm -hmm. it. Was, it's pretty sad when you when you go to a record store and you buy a bunch of stuff and uh, 
then you come home a week later and it's still sitting there and you haven't listened to it yet. Sure. You know, yeah. that's just like, it's like an addiction. It's like, I feel, I feel it's, it's actually a physical thing where I feel this is, is not right. You know, mm-hmm. like I bought like the first Blue Oyster Cult record last week. Um, I bought, uh, I bought a Rats record. I bought, um, just the Standells first record, the greatest mm-hmm. hits, um, just stuff like what I listen to. Like if I'm driving around, what I listen to, somehow I went down. I, I got back into like a uh, 13th floor elevators and um, the Sonics and Sid Barrett and Motorhead and you know punk stuff. Um, people turn me on to like the Viagra Boys, and that's actually mm-hmm. really good stuff. I dig that stuff. There's there's so much stuff. You know when people say what do you what new stuff are you listening to? Like what old, it's like, there's so much old shit. There's so sure. much stuff I missed sure. the, myth, the first time around, you know, because, because I was, when I was a kid, I was kind of jaded. I'm like, sure. you know, look at these guys, Motha Hoople. They look like clowns, you know, then I go back and I listen <laughs> to them. And I'm like, wow, this is great. This is actually really yeah. good stuff. <laughs> totally. You know, I feel that like, way. Uh, I feel that way with Agent Orange. Like, I felt like everybody hated Agent Orange when it came out. Like, everybody was like, oh, this is just pop crap. And then everybody, like, bounced back and loved Agent Orange now. Like, I feel like everybody, like, is now like, oh, yeah, Agent Orange. Now I'm a little tired of it, actually, personally. But I feel like, <laughs> but I feel like Agent Orange had this, like, weird renaissance of, like, people going, like, oh, okay. Like, Agent Orange is, like, is, like, I think Blank 182 is actually kind of like that, too. We're, like, a lot of pop. Oh, they're like, great. Listen, yeah. listen to Dick Dale, you know? It's like, yep, exactly. There you go. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. That guy's that Mike. What's his name? Palm, like Palm. Yeah, yep. Talented man. That guy's a great guitar player. Totally. Um, I'm big. I, I love learning about old stuff that I missed the first time around. But I'm also every Thursday night at midnight. I'm on the the record. I'm on Apple Music, waiting for the new records, Friday <laughs> records to drop. And just see what's what's new. And I'll I'll basically it's kind of like going back to it's it's in no way a replacement, but it gives me sort of a sense of like going to the record store and flipping through and just looking at the covers and basing it on covers. Now I don't have to spend any money. I can just look at the covers and then oh, this <laughs> looks fun. I'll check this out. And and I've learned I've found so many good bands uh just through that. And I do that every Friday. I look I look through all the new stuff. I usually get it's a text. Fun. I usually get a text from you like within twenty four hours. Yeah, it's just <laughs> yeah. like, have you heard this, 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 and this? And I'm like, fuck yeah! Sends me down a rabbit hole every time, and it's like pretty successful every time, to be honest. So, yeah. Um, are you a Second Avenue guy? Is that where you go? Portland? Yeah. Um, you know what? Crossroads, Second Avenue, Music Millennium, they mm, bounce cool. all over the place. They bounce yeah, all over. Yeah, I, I'm, I, I miss Music Millennium. I yeah. really do. I, I miss I I miss Ozone. I miss the old days when there was like there was a few. Oh, more. there's there's an Ozone Annex over on off of Lombard. Is there Janelle, really? Yeah, Janelle who who had the Ozone. She shut her shop down like in '94 and put everything yeah. in storage, and then reopened it like a year ago and took all that stuff out and put it back on the shelf. I went there the other day and bought the damn the black album, the original one, sitting there and um. Holy shit, that's right. pressing. Um, I bought this the gun club single a couple days ago from her. She has everything. It's like you go in there, it's like a time warp. Oh but, my god, but, I gotta go in there. Does yeah. everything does everything still smell like incense? 
because because every record I bought because every record I bought from that still when I open them up like every seven inch like it'll smell like a, the incense from the store like every I'll be like oh yeah I got that one at ozone I can just smell <laughs> that's great that's great yeah she I remember being I was at the ozone when uh, the Nirvana record the second one came out and she did a display for the show for the Nevermind and uh, they had like a, a contest for Geffen to like store display and she got tickets to go see them in seattle at this like in store at some record store they were playing and um we were going to go up there and she's like do you want to go up there and see this and i listened to the record you know and, and i knew her i've seen him before i was like eh, it's kind of kind of rock you know it's kind of rock <laughs> and i did, had no idea they were gonna you know she's like well we're driving up there and i remember it was raining it was cold out <laughs> and they went up there and she came back she goes these guys are going to be huge you know and then couple you know the record just dropped and and so she always had her finger on the you know the pulse sure. that was going on she she still does she still you know yeah it's uh you know portland uh portland is has had some great record stores over the years and we have to give it credit for um what's her name who runs second avenue she is she has stayed there and held that place and and from when it was down the street when it was a little spot to the bigger spot and she has always like been like on point since the get-go and i get you yeah. know i gotta and i gotta give you know gotta give this town credit for yeah for, kathy for and big run kathy second avenue yeah yeah she's uh yeah love, love shout out to kathy she's always been uh, i see her around she lives in north portland so i'll, I'll like bump into her at the store and she's okay. and she uh she's always uh she's uh I mean, she is as like Portland as Portland gets. You know what I mean? And like, she's like the real fucking deal. And and I yeah. love that. And I love that. You know. And uh, you know, uh, you used to be able to find a lot of uh, a lot of Poison Idea records in there. You used to back in the day. You used to be able to find a lot of Poison Idea records in there. Well, she yeah. tells me people still. You know, I go in there because I do my distribution out of here. All the the reissues. Right. We're trying to keep everything in stock, and so. I see her, you know, every couple of weeks I'll go down there and I'll like, why are you, why are you ordering every, you know, title again? She goes, well, somebody came in here from Japan and they bought everything. She bought <laughs> all the point idea records. I'm like, okay, well, let's restock them, you know? That's fantastic. That's, that's, that's freaking great. Um, so uh, this is a horror podcast and I mean, I could talk to you about punk rock and punk rock in this city particularly for probably ever um but um uh, were you a horror fan growing up did you i mean there's a lot of there's a lot of horror influence on punk particularly of that era were you were you a horror guy growing up sure i mean yeah it's, it's horror is a, is a thrill you know it's a scare it's like a it's like an amusement park ride you know so of course Right. And I mean, you added some uh, you added some horror to your stage shows um, for people who are, <laughs> who, who are unknown. Uh, uh, Jerry would do a little bloodletting while he performed. Also a little fire breathing, <laughs> a little uh, other things. We, we, uh, we, would, um, we, would, uh, take, we would take the, the doll. We go to Goodwill and get like a life size doll and stuff it full of like raw meat and then chop it up with a machete on stage <laughs> when we're playing. <laughs> <laughs> And I mean, for a slippery dance floor, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> um, really, uh, really a great live show um, until the end. And really, um, really just like a like a classic punk performance that, you know, um, beyond even like the sort of gravity of the music really like added to the whole, um, you know, mystique of the band, really. And, um, um, 
what were you like a were you like a old vhs guy walking through the the boxes and looking for fucking the gnarly shit or um you know some of the stuff that's like you you could some of it when it became to like you know like i spit on your grave and stuff like that it was almost like you crossed over to almost comedy you right. know it was because we're like when the the eyes come popping out of the heads and stuff like that that was it because you know you ask people what's the greatest horror movie of all time a lot of times they'll say the exorcist mm-hmm. because that Very was common more, answer <laughs> yeah that was more of a you know there was not a lot of like you know arms getting hacked off and you know dogs attacking people or, or possessed cars you know shit like that and the exorcist so so that i remember excuse me being a little kid and trying to get into that movie because i was like really young like really really young when it came out i was in grade school and i wanted to see that movie because i heard this it was like a like an amusement park ride it was like people were like getting physically sick you know and it took me a couple of, I think I might have been like so small. I think I might have read the book first when I was like however old, you know, like 10 or something <laughs> until until I got to see it. And it still scared the hell out of me. So that movie, you know, stuff like that. I liked, <clears throat> I remember my father worked for a cable company. He was a line man. You know, he used to string lines like a, like a lineman for the county and uh, for a cable company. So he had one of the first people that had HBO back in the day. And uh, we saw um, like behind the green, not the big green behind the, the, the takeoff of the exorcist, the rip off of the exorcist, all those, there was a bunch of like bad horror movies uh, that were like rip offs. So I, we had all those. So I love that kind of stuff, you know, sure. and, like Dr. Dr. Fibes, that kind of stuff. Yeah, of course, you know, that's, you know, hammer movies, you know yeah the hammer movies can't be under under loved i mean like really we're just yeah. like it was such a pinnacle and such like a such a first domino in like all of our all of our <laughs> lives you know what i mean like really oh, like yeah. i mean honestly the blockbuster took the wind of the sales of all that because they were so anti so anti that so they kind of quit making that you know and a lot of people don't realize that blockbuster tried to put their thumb on all of that kind of horror so it yeah, was, uh, good luck. yeah um well there's a reason that there's only one blockbuster left in the entire united states and it's a fucking tourist attraction at this point so <laughs> exactly they miscalculated um, on that one yeah they, um yeah what um so what I love about 80s horror is that they put punks in all the movies. Uh, all of them. All of them. They were, like, so, they were so fun. They were, like, they were so, disposable. <laughs> they were. They were. Punks were disposable in horror movies. But he, 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 were we disposable? Is that, was, was, that the, was that the way it went? Well, it was kind of like, was it Richard Pryor who did that joke? It's like when, you know, they're in that horror movie and they tell the black guy, like, go down that hall down there. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, it's it's kind of like the, yeah, the the punk guy was uh, the Night of the Living Dead or the, is it, was that it? The, yeah. The one with the return of the living living dead. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody remembers that now because of the soundtrack, because it had such great, you know, punk songs on it. But, uh, but the, the the punks they're great because they they can you know they, when they get chopped up they're like laughing and stuff still you know they're actually like you know or when the zombies are eating the girls their 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 breasts are out or whatever they're like, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> like that. they're pretty much already out most of the movie yeah, right. Right. when they're getting killed right? yeah. no, 
Night of the Demons was another good one. Was wasn't that a, a Night of the wasn't Demons there a was, punk in that? Yeah, he was like driving was around. The, yeah, that shit was great. That's one of my favorites. Return, and, to, Living, um, Return to Living Dead Three was very punk heavy because yeah. that's the one that had the chick that had like the spikes and stuff coming out of her with her reanimation and everything. Yeah. And she was literally in like tattered up like punk leathers on, on top of everything else that was going on. Maybe my favorite zombies out of any movie. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Wow, you know what? I never I saw one and two, but I did not see three. Three is pretty great. Three is pretty great. It's um, it's a departure, and it's actually made by uh, Brian Yuzna, uh, uh, who, who we've had on the show, who did uh, Reanimator and Society, and all and all those movies. Society so, represent. Yeah, yep. Society. Yep. So, uh, so it's heavy. On, it's heavy on the splatter. Yeah, it's it's good. It's a it's a he uh, he um he didn't make he wasn't gonna make it as a he didn't want to make it as a Return of the Living Dead three, but they that's what they had him do and it's uh it's actually like it's so it's actually kind of like one of those like hidden gems that just kind of floats around out there and, uh, and, gets, mm-hmm. uh, and so it's it's worth checking out um you, you can know an, you can make an I, argument that repo man's a horror movie right oh can we yeah make a, can we make yeah a yeah 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 absolutely sci-fi horror um i was gonna say you know a movie that's very punk heavy that is getting a resurgence now because it's coming out like i'm a physical media person kind of like you do vinyl i'm i'm like a i'm a physical media person when it comes to movies and this movie is getting a resurgence because it's coming out with like a special edition and blah 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 but it kind of goes along with everything that we were just talking about and that's frankenhooker oh yeah, oh, yeah. frankenhooker is full of punks. god that's a killer yeah. killer movie <clears throat> <clears throat> also yeah. titties out all the time like <laughs> the whole movie it's just like like as the first credit starts you're like there well all right it's called frankenhooker so i guess that <laughs> makes sense, sense. <laughs> well you know ryan earlier you were asking about we could talk about and you were asking about like cronenberg movies and stuff mm-hmm. and it made me so i started you know i'm thinking about what i saw and just by like having the conversation and stuff i i looked through his movies and i there's a lot of great horror movies but then i saw this the I'm like the history of violence. I've never seen it. Oh yeah. So now, so now I got to see that. So vicious, vicious movie, vicious movie. Um, yeah, he did those two movies. Uh, um, the history of violence and season. What's the other one with Viggo Mortensen? Um, yeah, he did two with him. I'll find it. A season, a season, season of something. Um, both are really great movies. And um, in that Cronenberg, uh, um, like eye that lens with that sort of uh, like cool directing style totally check it out yeah it's, it's great a lot of a uh, lot of fighting um or in really great a, um really great spa naked fight yeah like a, if you're looking for like a two dude naked brawl it's <laughs> and like a, like, it. a, like an extended naked brawl in a russian bathhouse in yeah. a russian <laughs> bathhouse that's <laughs> yeah. that's the one to go <laughs> it's like well, eastern, I'm, eastern I'm promises <laughs> Eastern Promises. That's what it is. That's what. It is. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he's uh, he's really good. And uh, they were Cronenberg... both uh, based off of, uh, I believe, graphic novels. Hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. Cronenberg's uh, Cronenberg's like. Uh, I, I decided I, I watched Scanners this this week for the first time in a while, and uh, um, and I, d- I decided Michael Ironside is a god and a national treasure, and. Um, and Cronenberg is is actually probably my favorite, right? Like, is it? I mean, it might as well just be it's, my favorite. I might as well just go. Why ahead not? 
crown him yeah. my favorite. I don't really know if has I need, no misses. I don't need I don't need a favorite, but fuck it. Like I might as well just make him a favorite. You know what I mean? Like I don't like yeah, I'm a, I got you know a lot know of I mean? favorites. I got I, I, I might as well just say like and if somebody says if somebody comes up with something better, I'll uh, I'll be like yeah that can be my favorite too. I'll have two favorites. I don't care. You know what I mean? One of uh, one of my uh, favorite things about Cronenberg is that he looked at Jason X and was like I want to fucking be in that. Just yeah, for like, just for like two minutes. But I want to be in that. Like, 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 it's like, Jason oh, in space. Uh, yeah, I want to be in that movie. <laughs> just real, real quick, going back to the punks in movies. Uh, and it, Jason, uh, so Friday the Thirteenth Part Eight, when he goes to Manhattan, he shows solidarity with the punks, mm-hmm. and that's why it's my favorite Friday the Thirteenth movie. Because <laughs> <laughs> yep. they all rush up on him. And actually, one of them is like from uh, a famous punk band. Um, they all probably were at the time. But like they rush up on him and he just turns around and lifts his mask. And they're like, yo, cool. And he puts it down and keeps going. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Gabba Gabba, one of us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's exactly. <laughs> New York punks. Yeah. Um, what about uh? What about punk? Uh, what about uh, horror punk? There's a there's a, there's a number of horror punk bands, and um, of course there's the Misfits, which everybody which everybody knows. Everybody knows the Misfits. Everybody knows the Misfits. We we often judge things on this show, semi tongue in cheek as Danzig's. Like we'll give like a we'll rate movies by the number of Danzig's we give it um, just because he kind of fits in with the uh, sort of thing. Were you ever a misfits guy for you? Uh, did you, you know what? Yeah. The misfits would, yeah, that they were, you know, they're kind of like the Beatles of punk besides the buzzcocks and the, and the misfits or they're, they're so poppy. And so, you, you know, they're just sing along, you know, pop sharks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah I mean, and uh, I mean, he's he's sort of a challenging. He can be sort of a challenging person to take seriously these days. But it, 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 some great art came out of it because it is kind of an amazing. I mean, similar to your band, like a sort of like a multi-layered project. You know what I mean? Like there was a lot to it. There was a a thing to it. You know what I mean? Like there was like you know what I mean. And that's that's always kind of cool. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it, it almost broke off and it was its own its own genre. You know, it wasn't even. It's like it. It had elements from like you know, doo-wop uh, rock with like the Elvis stuff and then the, you know the, that kind of stuff and the punk the in the imagery and then just off into that, they invented their own thing. I guess yep. they were the the, the horror punk things and then they went, you know, like the span from England, the dark. Um, right, they right. were kind of like, yeah, they're kind of like the the damned but more rocket kind of a cross between. The Misfits and the Damned, and a little bit of like rock, like uh, maybe I don't know, I want to say Sweet or T Rex, kind of T Rexy. Sure, they're like kind of like really poppy, good um, sing along. They're they're kind of un, unsung, you know. There's there's so many. I mean, there's you know, I like Forty Five Grave. I always thought they were. Mm-hmm. I thought they were kind of scarier than the than the Misfits, you know. Sure, Forty Five Grave. I mean, they really, yeah. They kind of had the feel, the kind of the vibe with the the guy from the Germs playing and and Rob Graves and that guy from the Consumers on guitar. They were kind of scary. They were kind of scary. Yeah, I like you know, like they um, Forty Five Grade, like they just like like you'd be kind of like worried about them. You know what I mean? And I think that, <laughs> and, and I think that that's, and I think that that's what really like. 
I think early misfits you might worry about, like later misfits you didn't worry about at all. They had like no. s- spirit Halloween house band vibe, um, <laughs> right? You know, Jerry only yeah. misfits. Um, but it's um, it's uh, uh, yeah, like you know, you wanted to creep. I mean, I'll always go the damned just because you know. I mean, a the the neat 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 record I think is like one of the greatest records of all time, and and um. And then I'm also sort of a geek for like their later stuff, just because I love like uh, English house stuff. And, you know, I'm a big, uh, in a lot Jerry, of bl- didn't you cover new rows? Yeah, we did. We did once. Sorry. Yep. I, just, <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, sure. We, we, we played that. We covered this, the bands that get us off and we love, you know, we, yeah, the damn yeah, was yeah. definitely one of those bands. Of course. Yeah. You know, and I, and I really, you know, I like, I love like Manchester stuff and stuff like that too. And I think like the damned and all that sort of kicked off like a lot of that, you know what I mean? And, um, uh, you know, and, you know, I love uh, Joy Division. I think that they got a horror element to it too. I think there's like, I think the way that that record record is cut is dark. Sure. Alien and, sex fiend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, like I say, it, it's like a, a, a music that invokes a feeling is mm-hmm. like, like horror punk like um like there's you're earlier about the cinema this movie um i don't know if you know that movie begotten mm-hmm. it's yeah. about the, the the god and the the uh birth of the world and stuff it's like this weird experimental movie and it's just uh it's not meant to be a horror movie but it's just so you don't understand it and you and it's scary because you don't understand it and you see this thing and the visuals are so crazy of like you know like earth it's like this like mass like stabbing itself and, and rocking and this like weird like blood coming out of its mouth and you're just like what the hell it just like it blows your mind <laughs> and that's kind of like the music too it's like when you hear like i don't know like some some psychic tv or some uh sure you know that kind of stuff that the stuff that uh throbbing gristle always scared the shit out of me yeah exactly exactly hamburger lady and stuff like that you can't get more so scary, scary than that you can't get scared of that. That's like just, you know, beyond horror. You know, it's not like, you know, skull and crossbones. It's like, you know, six feet deep type stuff. Right. It's right. Like yeah. I'd say one of my favorite, I guess, uh, horror punk bands uh, looking at it like that is Jesus Lizard. Because uh, their songs are, are horrific. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Same thing. Same thing. It's, you yeah. know. Yeah, even the even the butthole servers are supposed to be like these merry acid prankster guys, and some of their stuff's scary. Some of the stuff, yeah. Like I said, that you know that that no New York record. I always say that the first you know Mars and DNA, the stuff that's just like so. When I was a kid, you know, sixteen, hearing that, it was just like I couldn't understand it, and I thought it was like you know like serial killers playing this music. It was just like so scary, you know. <laughs> So it's like, yeah, it's going to scare you. You know, you can sing about Gary Gilmore's eyes, but you get four Gary Gilmore's playing the music. And you're, like, oh. <laughs> you're, like, you're like, oh, yeah. I'm okay. still shocked that uh, Brain Bombs is still active. It's same thing. Oh, yeah. Same thing. <laughs> right. we've, had a, we've had a couple of horror punks on the show. We had Wednesday 13 on here um that does horror punk we had uh we had the jasons on here that were literally, that are literally a punk band that's like have jason masks on and you know yep. it's kind of funny because there's different levels of horror punk too because obviously you got like misfits Tons. that are the ogs 
but like you got the Jasons who are a full on like you know act of Jason Voorhees type of things, and then you've got the Wednesday Thirteen thing who leans into it, and then you have like Doyle whose entire stage name is Doyle Wolfgang von Frankenstein, and you're just like, all right, <laughs> goddamn it, like <laughs> you like you leaned you leaned all the way into that one, um, and I right, I, I and think it's cool. You- and then you have like Nick Cave who sings about like killing these girls and burying them down by the river, you know? Right, 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 yeah. right. right. <laughs> yeah, just and literally just every death dark. metal album is just all about death. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Almost, uh, but but almost like almost to the point. But the, the thing about death metal records are though, it's like they don't scare me because it's almost like too much. <laughs> you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, like, no, it's, I, it's, I, I hear you. Yeah, it's almost like the the theater is like the veil is so off on the theater that well, it has to, they have to get the lyrics right. I think the, so often the lyrics are just rehashed imagery. Like like I sent you that cattle decapitation and the musicianship alone on that is fucking stupendous. But if you listen to the story, it's playing off the last album. Like it's a whole thing. It's very cool and it's horrific. It's about. Uh, humans about everybody dying the whole world dies and then they come back as these mutated parasites you know what a scary scary band is is the pain teens from texas i don't know if i know that i'll check them out out. yeah they're they were actually very pretty pretty creepy that same in the same way like that a lot of i uh, think yeah (laughs) stuff like all right the death metal shit makes me laugh because if you walk into a show and you're like, this band is called Infinite Annihilator, all right, well, I'm not like nothing you're saying is gonna <laughs> scare me now because like, yeah. it's like it's like watching a horror movie that is like you know that is so extreme that like the first ten minutes of the movie you see something just horrific. You're like, well, where the fuck do you go from it's here? So like, extreme, it's so extreme, it feels super fake. Yeah, it becomes cartoonish at a point where it's like dying fetus. Like, all right, like fucking, all right, we get it. Um, and but that's that's one of the reasons that I like stuff like horror punk on like over death metal stuff when it comes to that type of a vibe, because a lot of the horror punk stuff it leans into it in a way to where you can just have fun with it. Like, sure, it's got the monsters and it's got the ghouls and it's got the corpse paint and it's got all those things but you're like this is a fucking party now like this is just fun like you know you're not you're not going to get scared in any any of it it's just fun have a glass of blood <laughs> right exactly yeah have a glass of blood fucking kick back have some blood and fucking get in the pit let's do this like <laughs> um uh, any port any portland bands ever scare you Poison idea, a little scary, maybe a little scary at one point. A little scary, a little, little scary. Poison I was idea. Some of the older uh, footage. <laughs> yeah, there's uh, a little, <laughs> little scary. Um, guys. You know what? You know what? When I like one of the first shows I saw, I saw like the Portland bands. You know, I remember going to like one of the Wipers' first shows and seeing you know the the, the punk bands and stuff. And then I saw that band Smegma, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that and that I didn't understand it. And uh, they had like, you know, they had someone with like a real pig's head on stage and uh, the doll, the baby dolls and the backward records and the noise and the and that was like being a kid and not being able to understand it. I was like, this is scary. Sure. That's a a little scary. That's a little scary. (laughs) Resist wasn't scary, though. I guess Tony's not really scary. Tony's a nice guy. So I guess he's probably not that scary. He has Um, moments. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I might be scared for him sometimes, but uh, no, but yeah, um, but he's uh, um, yeah, that was a uh, 
Um, yeah. I'm glad he's still here, man. Oh yeah, he, he seems to be doing good, man. He's a I love oh him. yeah. Shout out to Tony Mangus. He's a he's one of the real ones. I'm actually a huge Riffs fan, so um, I thought yeah, they were, they were a great band. They were a great band, like and um, like and they kind of like just like popped up and they were like fucking super hot. I mean, like, I'll always recommend the Riffs to anybody. Like I think that that was like they were like um, I knew I was around him a lot when they came out and uh, um, and. My band was fucking hot, like just good rock sound, good like rock and roll. Like, yeah, like, yeah. We stayed, we stayed Kyle for one of the many, many, many lineups of Poison Idea. We grabbed him. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, you've had, uh, you've had some, you've had a lot of people in there. Um, but you had a uh, uh, Henry Bogdan in it, right? And then the first one, right? Um, he went on, yeah, from Helmet. I mean, that was uh, when we were putting it together, you know, I was in a bunch of different bands playing bass and you know a band would be going on for six months then break up and and uh we kept having these bands and I, I wanted to be the singer i was like i could do you know just as good and then um you know black flag came through here with ron reyes the, one of the his the first tour and, and it just like everybody's like i was like well that's a game changer mm-hmm. it's no longer uh you know skinny ties now it's because there was a time when, you know, it was like the first wave of the punk and it was kind of vicious. And then it kind of, the, you said the joy division. Mm-hmm. I, I, like, I, I remember selling my leather jacket and starting to wear like an overcoat and listen to, you know, <laughs> whatever, joy division, and you know, the Macons and stuff. And then, uh, and then Black Flag came out and it was new again. Well, the germs were always there, but then it was like, okay, this is this is the thing. So we went in that direction, you know? Right. Cause the first with Henry, when Henry is in the band, we would jam and we do like public, public Im- image songs like PIL. We do like, you know, pop tones and, and things like that. So it was more of a, like a, a joy division thing, but then, sure. you know, always looking for the next dangerous thing, you know? Sure. Um, well, black black flag was clearly the right choice for y'all. Cause uh, anything yeah. like <laughs> I, I think, I think black flag, a, fit the vibe at the time and i think black flag um for being a, a southern california band um definitely has a northwest vibe it just had that like sort of grit to it you know what i mean like more than than the other the other bands from that tribe you know what i mean like from i mean like like if you listen to like their what I would consider the the other band, which is the Circle Jerks. Circle Jerks are clearly like a SoCal skate thrash band, and this right. And, I, and I'm a huge huge fan. Always been a huge fan, but like, but there was just something about Black Flag that just was just so much more, like just so much more feet in the dirt, and like just you know what I mean. And I'm, um, still probably in you know my top top three bands of all time. Well, so yeah, I mean, we. We had Black Flag in, in California coming up here to tour to Vancouver, and we had DOA up in Vancouver going down to tour in Los Angeles. Right. So we caught those all the crossfire. You know, DOA played here, you know, 10 times in the you know early 80s. So it was like, then they were just, you know, ferocious. You know, they were just. For sure. Yeah. So those between those two things right there, you know, it's like. You're like, okay, I guess we can, I guess, (laughs) I guess we can just totally fucking do this too. So yeah, that'll be fucking great. Um, real quick, I don't think we can stop talking about horror punk without shouting out your shirt, Jerry, uh, with the dark. Yeah. (laughs) The mask. Yeah. It's a, it's an awesome fucking shirt, man. And, uh, 
tell people if, if people don't know about that, tell them a little bit about it because that's uh, I think it's great. Well, he was, let me he say was, um, my my the worms look hungry tonight. Put <laughs> <laughs> your ear to the ground. Tell mm -hmm. me what they say. They grind their teeth and they're calling out to you because they know you're going to join them very soon. Night is all that we have put on the mask. So this is, I mean, this band is like brilliant, you know. Yeah. They were, yeah. Well, uh, we'll uh, give them a big shout out. We'll have to, like, we'll have to, like, uh, we'll uh, have to fucking tag them if, if they have anything out there on it in yep. this uh, in this episode. Um, well, well, Razzle, Razzle from Hanoi Rocks played drums for them, and I mean, okay, way oh, back. Wow. Oh, shit. Oh, oh, cool. Yeah. So they're, they're, they're yeah, I think they're all. They're around in spirit. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. Definitely. Um, how do you feel about our uh, answering our uh, Sinister Sex opinion questions? What is this? This is, uh, we, <laughs> we have say six opinion questions and uh, we, we ask all our guests of it. And uh, you, think you, you think you can handle it? Sure. All right. All right. First question Freddie or Jason? Freddie. Cool. And nice. you can answer you can answer them long or short or yeah, you can give reason. Or... No, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking Jason is almost yeah, I know he's like invincible and he's but I think at one time he was kind of a human and, and Freddie was like somebody who was burned alive and burned by the people and he came back, so he's more of like a spirit type thing, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Demon? I don't actually know what he is. He's probably yeah. there's probably something he's a good. dream master. <laughs> is that like a dungeon master uh, but only when you sleep <laughs> i think so um all right well, what's the difference between thriller and horror uh thriller is like i think to me thriller would be like hitchcock where it's it kind of suspenseful and horror is just straight up like uh you know i don't know it's um is the human centipede horror <laughs> I, I, uh, I count it. I, 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 I count it as horror. Yeah. 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 yeah it's Making a four person yeah. digestive I mean, track. We're pretty that's pretty loose with, the, with the term horror, too. Like, <laughs> our umbrella is pretty big. Right. Yeah. You know, every, everything from Terrifier 2 to like Casper, like, it's horror <laughs> to somebody. <laughs> horror. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. What horror movie influenced your taste the most? Well, horrors, uh, you know what? Honestly, The Exorcist. There's yeah. Poison Idea that has a song called um, Say Goodbye. It's on a record. And if you listen to the, say, the song Say Goodbye, what I was doing is I was sitting down, I was playing my guitar along to Tubular Bells by Mike Oldfield. Oh, and yeah. um, it's basically a rock version of the theme from The Exorcist. It's I just completely stole it. I stole it. it's in the same it's beautiful. and it's I beautiful. and I yeah. Yeah. So the, everything about the exorcist is like, yeah, that <laughs> hell yeah. That's a, that's super fucking, cool. That's fucking fantastic. Yeah, it's really cool. Uh, um, Jerry, Jerry, really quick before the, the next question. Have you seen the Exorcist three? No, I have not. You should. You should watch it. It's it's really good. Two's no good twos don't for, uh, fuck two two doesn't exist two is that's it's a mandela effect people think that part two is a thing it's not part three <laughs> fucking rules right. part three is very good um 
surprisingly good. So okay, yeah. You know what? Um, I'm gonna actually I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna give you a review. Do it. Fuck yeah! Oh, I love it. It. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you could erase one movie from existence, what would it be? It doesn't have to be horror. You know what? Oh, I think Saturday Night Fever did so much damage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fantastic. That's that's um, that's probably my favorite answer to that question yet. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It really did. And I love I love Fever. answers that are like that shit did damage. And <laughs> we could repair yeah. it by taking. <laughs> that was my favorite. Um are ghosts mm-hmm. real? Yeah. Yeah, I think living in Portland, you already, I, I couldn't have guessed that. Yeah, yeah. You kind of got to have a little um, bit there. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and the last one. The ghosts, ghosts could be like, you know, very, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, I think, I, I feel yes. And I'm not sure in what capacity. Sure, <laughs> I yeah. don't think there's sheets. But like, <laughs> um, All right. And last one. Um, and let me know if you have, if you've seen these. Uh, Midsummer or Hereditary. No, no. I've, All right, no, I got a, I got an alternate. Michael Myers or Leatherface? Oh, Michael Myers. <laughs> you know, Leatherface is pretty crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that's that's. You know what? I could almost seriously. I could almost in today's world. I could see that happening. I could yeah. seriously. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think I am. I think I'm watching it. <laughs> I think I'd ra- I'd rather be Leatherface than Michael Myers. You know what I mean? Like I think like Leatherface has more going. Like he has kind of a better Michael Myers is like just so hyper focused. He can't even drive. You're like on <laughs> one on one thing, and like and like and it's just like bro, like get it together. Mm-hmm. Where Leatherface has like tools and he's got a house. He's, and, he's like, feeding the family. Yeah. He, he, <laughs> I mean, he's he's clearly well fed. You know what I mean? Noble. Like, <laughs> very noble. He's very a very supportive. He's a very yeah. supportive son. He's a family man. Like, yeah, exactly. He's he's right. Exactly. If you're well, Michael but, Myers, you got to get your ass kicked by Busta Rhymes at some point. Like, that's not fun. <laughs> Nobody does that. <laughs> Busta, Busta Rhymes would kick my ass. Um, yeah. I don't want. I don't want to fight Busta. Yeah, there's a, there's a handful. Nobody. There's a, there's a handful of professional professional musicians I don't want to fight, and he'd be one of them. Um, he is one of them. <laughs> yeah. Um, recommendations Graham you want to go well, so we'll do oh, recommendation, the recommendations now Jerry we will start we'll, and we'll go around the circle and we will end up on you and uh, you can take us out of here how do you feel about that recommendations for what anything anything you can recommend food you can recommend movies TV music um, anything you got coming up anything okay you got. cool, cool. Yeah. sounds good cool all right, yeah, um, I've got uh, all right. Well, first, I'll go with horror because um, I thought of this. Uh, uh, I rewatched The Ranger recently yeah. after uh, f- realizing that the, the the dude, one of the people from Brooklyn 45 is the Ranger. So Jeremy Holmes. So I went back and watched that again. And fuck, that movie's really great. Um, it's got punks. Also, in it. the new it's got punks in it, too. Yeah. Um, it's always sunny in Philadelphia's new season is unfucking believable. It's so fucking good. They've kind of gone back to that like episode by episode ridiculous list and not like the overarching, which I love too. But like, 
it's gone back to like that just like kind of grittiness i love it um so the new uh it's always sunny in philadelphia season fucking great and then uh i was turned on by ian uh by this new band called die spitz a spitz is spelled with a z and from texas and it's all women and they're like a more violent uh destroy boys which is fucking awesome to me so uh yeah those are my three jonas um yeah uh music wise i'll recommend one that graham actually sent to me um and that is saint agnes uh their newest singles all of them are good like yeah their upcoming new album um my favorite one out of all of them is animals um but it's like um just ferocious lead singer she's so good um and london bass like they fucking rule um and that also sent me down a rabbit hole of other artists like we were talking about earlier um to <laughs> another one called uh calva louise uh which is fucking awesome uh they have a song called opportunista which is very very good um and that's all stuff coming up off of their newest album uh here soon um movie wise there's a movie that is a robert england movie that's a little lesser seen that um i think people should check out it's on tubi i got it on blu-ray but it's also on tubi it's called the last showing and he plays a psychotic projectionist that locks two people in a movie theater and basically takes them through the filming of an entire horror film that he's the director of and he really gets to act a lot which is something that robert england doesn't get to do a lot unless he's like being a ham you know in a lot of splatter movies and stuff or as freddy obviously so he this is him outside of the whole freddy thing um it's very cool um and then there's a movie coming out here really soon i saw a preview of it called the passenger and holy fucking shit uh it's coming out i want to say i've heard about two weeks dude and kyle gallner is like basically the lead He's like the new Scream King um, that everybody is kind of rooting for to get his own like project. And I'll tell you this, man, he um, he really shows what he can do in this one. And it's very dark, but it's very good. So like if you've ever seen the movie Snowtown or like the Snowtown Murders, um, an Australian horror film, it's very similar to that and contextually, um, but fucking awesome. Um, and the last thing is physical media, as I always do. This one one is a really fun action slash horror martial arts location. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah, dude. Six String Samurai. Um, I got the Vinegar Syndrome version of that, so it's in 4K. It's got this awesome packaging and everything, but also just as a movie, it's fucking bananas, and it's super mm-hmm. fun. So, yeah, that's what I got. Ryan, what about you? Um... We all watched a screener that we can't talk to you about yet, but it was fucking like the best movie I've seen in a long time. Um, so I'm not, that would be my recommendations, but I can't tell you. But it made me go watch Infinity Pool again and uh, just fucking mm. how great Infinity Pool is. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to suggest that just because um, it kicked off this whole Cronenberg fucking situation. And because uh, Brandon, Brandon. <laughs> Brandon no, I'm just laughing at the situation <laughs> but, but Brandon Cronenberg is also fucking amazing and body horror is my favorite so um, that I'm going to recommend three shows really cool, quickly I'm going to recommend Hijack um, with um, Idris Elba because um, 
Um, I don't care if you are straight or or not. Uh, Idris Elba should be in everything um, because he's a lovely human being and uh, fun to watch do anything. Um, I'm, okay, I'm in love with Idris Elba. Is that okay? Is that, is that okay? <laughs> yeah, it's fine, is that, it's fine. I don't care. Um, but uh, he's an Idris high Elba, your, your Idris Elba is my Jason Momoa. So I right, right. Cool. right. So, <laughs> well, I got a couple. I got Idris Elba. I got Tom Hardy. I got you know. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, English guys. Uh, um, um, <laughs> you know, punk guy. Uh, what do you want? Um, uh, but hijack is really good. He's a like a like a, a business negotiator that ends up on a plane with like a hijack team uh, that, that's been hijacked. It's going from Dubai to London, and the and it's been hijacked. Um, but the hijackers are actually a, a very inclusive hijacking team with women and some Muslims and some Irish people and some English people. So there's no. Um, so I, I give them credit. I give them credit for not uh, for not doing that. Diverse um, criminals. Uh, diverse nice. criminals. Um, so they didn't do it. Um, I've, I've been watching Slow Horses, which is about M15 with Gary Ullman. That's on Apple TV. That's really fucking great. It's just this. It's about like a like a like a demoted M15 group that's run by Gary Oldman, and they're all kind of fuck ups. And so it's kind of funny, but also like kind of good and stuff. And it's Gary Oldman, who's you know I don't know if anybody knows this, but he's good the at best. shit. Yeah, he's like <laughs> really good at shit. Yeah. Uh, but mostly, the big thing I'm going to suggest uh, uh, this week um, is. Uh, TV wise or show wise would be Dark Winds. It's on Shutter, but it's an AMC yeah. show. Um, it's an all pretty much a, an entire native cast of about um, the early seventies. Um, um, it's a crime story about uh, Navajo Navajo Dene uh, police um, um, kind of solving uh, solving a, a bank robbery murders situation and. Um, it is uh, apparently it's executive produced by George R. R. Martin. Which I have no idea how the fuck he got in there, but whatever. Um, I mean, like apparently that guy was supposed to finish books a bunch of years ago, but he never did yeah. that. <laughs> um, and but like if this is what he's doing, fucking fine because Dark Winds is fucking fantastic. And, I watched uh, the first episode on it, your recommendation and it ruled. And it's so fucking good, and it's so good, and uh, all native casts all the time. Reservoir, reservation Dogs, fucking Dark Winds. Um, watch it flashback 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 fucking fantastic blood uh, quantum blood quantum um you know what i mean um that and um since we're talking about uh portland bands i'm gonna uh recommend that everybody go listen to not only poison idea uh but problems uh it's my friend scott's band um they are they are they are past uh they are they are no longer a band for some reasons i will get into here but uh problems is a fantastic band and uh Go check them out and the riffs go check out the riffs too so jerry okay. on to you so many yeah um well i was listening so i get three right so you get um, you get as much as you want okay first of all you know the music uh since you you two guys are over in, in new york i would think for my music thing i'm gonna say warthog oh you know, yeah I mean, yes I mean, they're warhogs, ferocious. I love those guys. So um, they're they're bringing it. I like them. Um, the next thing for music, as far as music goes, is the show's coming up on the 29th of uh, July here in Portland. This band, Agros, the singer Ozzy, just turned 12. 
Oh, oh shit! Oh, rad, rad. So they're gonna be. This is this is a show promoting this record, my solo record. I love it. Oh, love it. And, and uh, y'all are at Dante's too, which is one of my favorite venues. I fucking love yeah, Dante's. 29th at Dante's, and it's um, you know, I we hand chose the bands. All the bands are gonna be good. It's a, like a dim sum of different bands. Uh, you know, on TV, I've been watching all sorts. I just started watching the new Perry Mason thing, and that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I like that. Nice. Um, as far as movies go, I think my favorite movie, honestly, is uh, a Takashi Mike movie called Visitor Q. Mm-hmm. So yes, good. it's so it's like it's like it's just it's like touching. It's like a love story. It, mm-hmm. it just it makes it makes you feel good at the end. It's kind of like a it's a beautiful life almost mm-hmm. um, on, on fentanyl, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like so it's, a, <laughs> so it, it's, everything is, is okay in the end. And uh, that's the way it should always be. There's, and you know, it should always be, and everybody lived happily ever after. That's what should always be the last thing in every, every song, every, every TV show, every, everybody lived happily ever yeah. after. Yeah, yep, that's 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 yeah. All all, uh, all his movies are always always pleasant. Um, you know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, that's a fantastic uh, a fantastic suggestion. Yeah, and, uh, everything he's done, I'm a huge fan of. So that's awesome. So that's the 29th at uh, Dante. So I'll make sure to um, um, on uh, social media. Will you send that over to me, anyways? Uh, any flyers, and I'll and I'll post it up. Yeah, my stuff too. So. Definitely. Okay. Definitely. Um, Thanks, Brian. Yeah, of course, man. Um, well, Jerry, this has been an honor to have you on the show. Thank you so For much. Real. Yeah, it was Absolutely really, good, really killer to talk to you um, about uh, all the things we talked about. And I could, like I said, we could, I could talk to you about this stuff forever. And uh, um, you've been doing. You're, uh, you're a good, you're a good dude and a good member of uh, of this community. And you still, you still. Um, you're still true to the cause and everybody who knows you says nothing but great things about you. And, uh, and you look fucking great. By yeah. Way. Yeah. You look great. <laughs> yeah. 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 You look, I mean, you really do. And, uh, yeah. um, and you know, um, and I've seen you at different stages, you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, you've, uh, you know, that was, a. uh, um, you you did hard living but you but you but you did it and you pulled and you pulled it out and you and you're fucking i mean you've always you know it, it's hard to get most people to say something good about you especially when you're a bigger person in a, in a scene so so you've done really well you know what i mean like you've done well about about that and you know what i mean and uh um, so I, uh, I appreciate you and I appreciate all the done, all you've done for music and for everything. And, uh, and thanks for being, uh, you know, part of that part of my life like that. I really do. Of course. My pleasure guys. Yep. And, um, um, and thanks for everybody for tuning in and being amazing. Um, um, God, you know, Germany has unseated Australia, Australia, you, you know, first it was New Zealand and now Germany. Sweden is right on your tail. Turks and Caicos Islands, like whatever's going on there. And India is right behind. India is doing India and Mexico right behind Turks and Caicos Islands. Turks and Caicos Islands. I don't know if we've just had. So I don't even know what's going on in Turks and Caicos Islands. Please, somebody reach out to us from Turks and Caicos Islands. We'd love to talk to you. Because I have no idea what's going. I don't like I don't know enough about Turks and Caicos Islands to like to 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 do something about. I try to look it up. 
I'm not really smart about it. Like, reach out to us. Like, we're 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 available. I'd love to talk to you guys. If there's something going on, like more there, we'd love to interview you. It's Another, probably like one dude that heard the show and then told all his friends, which that's fucking it. rules. That's so, awesome. So, 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 <laughs> but but uh, Netherlands, Poland, France, Puerto Rico, Czech Republic, Switzerland, uh, Brazil, Ireland, um, all really, really rocking, all really close. Um, uh, amazing, amazing that all you're listening. To. We, I mean, all the listeners in India. Um, amazing germany we love you i get a, a notification every day that we're like like number like like 12th in film interview um in india or in uh, excuse me in germany um so we love you over there thank you all so much for uh paying attention um and uh yeah we got a patreon go please check it out um please uh, we got the army of the goddamn drew Muldowney, stephanie Gurley, katie Wiking, chris fortune alan graham bacon bits the cat Angela, Jasmine Pettit, Jason Daniels, Jake Jolly, Ron Canava, Kristen Pearls, Manny Velasquez, and Coleman Rosenberg. And all of you, if you're if you're struggling, please reach out. We need to all do this together. We all have to. We all need you. Don't go anywhere. Don't go anywhere, please. Um, until we see you again, uh, please go uh, start some fire and break some glass. Take care of yourself.